coming up. I want to get the message out there about how it can help people. And it's not all spiritual woo-woo stuff either. Lockdown has inevitably impacted many of us with a major change in our routines. Going from our daily and consistent work routine to a totally different way of working has taken some adapting to. Many reports are that mental and physical well-being have been impacted. Will we need to change our mindset for good to cope with the new normal? Digital learning that's dramatically different. Welcome to this TED Learning Podcast. Hello, I'm Justin from TED Learning. In this podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by Claire Morton, one of our associate trainers, who specialises in health, well-being, and how we can use yoga and meditation to improve our mindset and resilience. So Claire, thanks for joining us today. What impact do you think the lockdown and the change in how we work has had on our mental and physical well-being? Speaking to friends, family and clients, there's, there's masses of impacts in terms of, you know, financial worry. There's the whole thing around the homeschool and working from home. People worried about jobs. What advice would you give to people on how they should look after themselves, both physically and mentally during this period? One thing is yoga. Eating healthily, you know, eating nutritious food. Our body is a temple. We need to make sure we look after it, especially at this time. We need to build our immune system up. Activities such as exercising, walking outdoors, even stuff like, you know, spending time with the family, spending time with, well, if you're not if they're living with you, because I know in this period we were we were stuck um, in with whoever we lived with, whether that's a good or a bad thing. Um, t- taking up hobbies as well. So I know a lot of people before all this happened were so busy with life that we forget to do stuff that we love. So just, you know, stop, reflect, do stuff that you like. Um, anything to do with sitting with yourself and spending time with yourself in terms of meditating and practicing yoga. Um, that is something that is huge for me and and people that you know loved ones I want to get the message out there about how it can help people and it's not all spiritual woo-woo stuff either but I mean I know you're very passionate about yoga it's something that I've contemplated for many years I've had terrible back trouble during most of my adult life and I've always um I've always been fearful of doing it for thinking I'm going to look like an idiot amongst everybody else who's really experienced because you see yoga on TV and stuff and everyone seems to be bending themselves all over the place. What advice would you give to somebody like me who's a complete and utter novice who's always thought, oh, it's just for very fit people, I'll I'll forget about it? That's why people don't practice it. It's definitely coming around again into the Western world. There's a lot more people practicing now. But when you understand what yoga is, yoga is about union of the body and the mind. So it's about, it's not all about going to a yoga class, being flexible and being strong and supple. Part of it and one of the limbs of yoga is meditation. Then you've got another one, which is breath work. And then you've got another one, which is concentration and it is great for the physical body but it's also great for the mind so when I talk about yoga and meditation meditation is a form of yoga so if you just wanted to sit with yourself in the moment and be present and close your eyes you are practicing yoga doesn't mean you have to be in a bendy posture or touching your toes and stuff but that's a part of it. It's interesting because you talk about taking some time out to meditate and I found myself busier working from home and finding it really difficult to detach 
my work life and my personal life because my home office is here and so it's easy to go in. And I've seen a lot recently about meditation. How does somebody who will always, like me, use the excuse of being too busy really take some proper time out to just sit and think and meditate? If you say you're too busy to meditate, then you need to meditate even more so. Because I do courses on teaching people how to meditate and it's all a case of coming out of the patterns that you're in. We were living in patterns and before all this happened, that was the, the pattern for the most of the human race. Now that we've we've broke the pattern by slowing down a little bit, however, still busy because we like to fill our days up with doing things. If every morning, if you sat with yourself um, for say 10 minutes and you said to your body, you're going to sit down and you're going to stay here. And for 10 minutes, you can check your emails, you can check your WhatsApp, you can make the calls, you can have a cup of coffee after you've sat down for 10 minutes. So when you go into meditation and you start connecting with your subconscious mind and getting past the analytical mind, that's where you can make massives of changes in your life and you hit a lot of um, creativity as well. So more ideas start filtering through from that mind you don't meditate to get good at meditation you meditate to get good at life so throughout the day I'll really stop and appreciate you know just making a cup of tea you know when you just stare in your cup of tea or you look out the window and you see like a nice tree or a flower or a bird and we all do it but you just get more of that so it's, it's an amazing thing. Lots of people are spending lots of time in front of their computer screen, talking to people in various environments at home, all sorts of places. Is meditation a great way of, of putting that digital to one side and just thinking about yourself? Yeah, because I've been doing online beginners yoga classes from home. You're doing it in the comfort of your own home and I'm here to, to instruct you. So the postures and the asanas will, would help with sitting, you know, if we are sitting at our laptops or we are on, on um, technology all the time, those postures help the body physically. And then you've got the meditation practice and the breath practice that then helps the head mentally. If you combine the two, the bridge between your left and your right brain, the corpus callosum, that grows bigger through when you start meditating. So when you are hit with a, you know, someone cuts you up in the road or, you know, your boss asks you for a last minute report or your other half says something and you want to react in a certain way. But you've got access to both sides of the brain. So it means that you go into solution mode and you are more present to make a decision in the moment. Is there a link between what you've said regarding meditation and improving someone's emotional intelligence? With us being in the training world and personal development world for a long time, we know about this stuff, but other people are only just, it's only just coming to the forefront now. And for me, emotional intelligence is the, the, the things that you need in business and in life to, to succeed and to live a happy life. So Self-awareness is one, isn't it? So, And, and self-awareness is meditation. It's about being aware. Once you are aware of how you are, you can then begin to change it if, it, if you want to change it. And then it gives you more self-control. So you manage yourself better. You're more empathetic to people and you can understand people more. 
there's it's the social aspect as well so you'll be able to, to build relationships with other people you have better social skills and then you're motivated because because you are aware and you know yourself you know what your passions are so therefore it motivates you as well so I think the whole thing of emotional intelligence is connected in some way to yoga and meditation and all of this lovely personal development the kind of buzz thing now is everyone talking about the new normal the new norm what does it look like to you i definitely don't want to go back to the way it was i would probably say less travel probably like yourself i traveled quite a lot around the country to deliver training when it could be done via technology. So I think we are blessed with technology. Whereas before this, I would never have, I would have said no to doing virtual training. But if you want to, you can want to do training in say four hours and you don't have to travel anywhere. You're also helping the planet by not polluting the planet. I'm more yoga time for me to practice, more time with the family. If we'd gone back pre kind of lockdown, pre COVID-19, and I'd said to you, do you want to travel less? Um, see less people and do training online what would you have thought then versus how you're feeling about it now I would have said no because I know how much I enjoy training and being with people even though it was at the detriment of me being so tired with all the travel and not seeing the family um, I, in my head I was conditioned to say well I'm a trainer I need to go and deliver face-to-face. -face. It has to be face-to-face. -face. This has taught me that it doesn't, not necessarily all the time. It's forced me to go online and I've actually enjoyed it and I've actually made more connections than I had previously. As a lasting message, anyone that's listened to this and said, all sounds great, uh, yeah, get it. I'm just too busy. I haven't got time to be doing all of this. My day's packed. What one thing would you say back to somebody saying that? If you understand the science of how meditation works and just had a little bit of education on it, you would and you'd see the benefits from it, you would spend 10 minutes sitting with yourself. The clarity that it brings to you and the calmness that it brings to you then helps you be more productive for the rest of the day. And you'll stop doing things that don't add value, that make you busy, that you don't really need to do. Does it help people sleep better, do you think, by taking that time out? Definitely. The amount of people that have taken up meditation or taken up yoga classes and breathing techniques... I've got a Facebook group now. Go on live, do a live meditation, guided meditation, about 15, 20 minutes. And then the feedback I get the next day is, oh, thank you so much for that. I have, I've had a lovely sleep. It was really worthwhile. Claire, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk through how during this challenging time, we need to be looking after our mental health and our physical and mental well-being. I will certainly be taking advantage of speaking to you more outside of this podcast about the meditation. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this TED Learning podcast. For more podcasts, visit our website at podcast.tedlearning.co.uk or you can find us on most podcast platforms. This podcast was produced by TED Digital. 